What's going on, everybody? Chris McGarrahan Jr. here, founder of Brixton81. Welcome back to another video brought to you by Brixton81. On this interview, I have a very close friend of mine, someone that I've known for probably seven or eight years now, Andrew Vizcara. Andrew is a uh, Downey, California native, Downey, California resident. And just last year, he did something so left field from what I knew him from, he started a restaurant called Guacamaya Oasis. And in his first year in business, in a restaurant business, mind you, where I think the status quo is restaurants are the worst business to be in and they don't make any money and this, that, the other. Andrew, in his first year in the restaurant business with no knowledge, no expertise, his family doesn't come from that industry, Andrew made a million bucks. And He's 25, 26 years old. So we're going to learn a lot from Andrew. Andrew, what's going on, man? How are you doing tonight? Hey, Chris. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, Real quick. Great. I, I, I just said I know, I know you really well, but I forgot exactly how old you are. 25 or 26? 26. I turned 26 this March. So, yeah. 26. 26 that was it. I'm setting you up like you're my best friend. We're super close, man, but I forgot <laughs> the exact age. Anyways, it's Andrew, been a while. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, for the people that don't know, fill people in on your restaurant, Guacamaya Oasis. Um, what kind of food do you guys sell there? Okay, so so at Guacamaya, now we're, we're a mostly vegan restaurant. We're about 95% vegan. So we have like these crunch wraps, the vegan crunch wraps that you can put like chorizo in it, uh, mushroom granitas, uh, uh, spicy sriracha tofu um, and then we have tortas tacos pretty much any like Mexican traditional dish we found a little way to spin it and like and, and still keep that flavor but keep that vegan you know uh, that vegan satisfied because I feel like that's where this this, this, this trend is going where this yeah. whole food trend is going where they want to eat more plant based but they don't want to they don't want they, they don't want to lack flavor so that's where where we combine the Mexican culture with seasoning and keeping up with the trend, which is a vegan trend. Yeah. And I've been there, uh, probably went there what a year ago, six months ago yeah. and, uh, had plenty of food. You hooked me up. Flavor is not an issue, dude. It's some of the best tasting <laughs> food on planet earth. The fact that it's vegan, it doesn't even make sense that it's vegan. When you think vegan, <laughs> you don't think what you guys sell. So yeah. Tell me, where did the uh, where did the idea to to start a restaurant with that specific type of food? I know you told me the story probably a year and a half ago, two years ago. Where did the the inspiration come from, man, to start a restaurant with that specific food? Because you don't come from the restaurant industry, no. um, you really knew nothing about it going into it. Let, let's hear the backstory. How did you get started in this? So honestly, I just I've been passionate about food. Um, for a while, like I would always barbecue, I would always cook for my family and I've always had a passion for it. I would always watch the, uh, chopped food network and <laughs> yeah, it's like, for some reason it's entertaining, you know? So I found my, I found passion in it. I never thought that I would, uh, create a business out of it. No, like no way. Like I always thought that I was going to either, uh, grow my parents, uh, textile, uh, business where, where they dye fabrics. Or I was gonna go into the real estate game. I was gonna, you know, do something where 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 I thought the money was at because obviously restaurants, 
I thought we were, were, were just like a huge, a huge, um, a huge struggle because you always have to be there. That's what everyone says. Like you always have to be at a restaurant. You always have to take care of, of, of customers and, and deal with them. Like do something more simple. But honestly, like when I, um, when I had the idea, I was like, you know what, let me find out for myself what this is really about. So then I started going to, uh, to different restaurants that I liked. Um, and I decided to combine different restaurants together, so, uh, such as like Chipotle, this place called Sweet Greens, and then uh, like a traditional juice bar. So I wanted to have a place where everything, where you can find all those three options in one place. And as I yeah. started de developing the, uh, the idea, I, um, uh, some of the, the, the items that, that were for the juices, you know, we were able to use them for the salads. So pretty much everything kind of went together. Um, so at first I didn't start the restaurant, uh, with the intention of it being fully vegan. I started off with having vegan options. Um, and then as I started seeing where the numbers were, were, um, were headed, people were, were going towards more of the plant-based options. So I started adding more options. Right. And then I started getting a little bit, uh, a, a little bit crazier with making like vegan queso and doing things more like drastically like like eye appealing and that's where where the business just took off completely and yeah, i just followed man. that trend over and over again so so i want to talk about the trend because mm -hmm. vegan is interesting um it's a huge trend especially in you know la county right now it's yeah. it's booming vegan restaurants popping up uh left right, right center not not always successful ones, not always good ones. That's the issue with vegan food. Some of it tastes like a wall. Um, <laughs> you guys broke that stereotype. But are you into the, like, are you personally a vegan or mostly a vegan? Yeah. What's your experience? How you feel on this type of diet? What's going on? Okay, so my sister actually, she turned vegan um, when I was two months into the restaurant. And, and she was a hand, you like, can you make more vegan options for me? And then I was like, I was like, Hey Jenny, like, like you're looking a lot and more energized and you, you know, you look better. I was like, you know what? I kind of gained some weight because, uh, cause of starting the restaurant, right? Like I had some stress. So I was like, Hey, you know what? Let me get into this whole vegan diet too. So I started trying it out. Right. And since, since I have everything there to eat, so I start, you know, messing around with it and I started eating the food. I started getting more energy, more mental clarity. So so yeah, I became vegan for six months. And the reason why I did that was obviously to, to, uh, to, to try it out. And so I can see what the benefits are too. And I found a lot of benefits from it. Uh, right now, currently I, I am a pescatarian. I do eat fish. Uh, but honestly, like I try to eat as mostly plant-based as possible. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Nice, man. Nice. That's good to, uh, good to know your product of the product. So yeah. let's talk, let's talk what kind of the growth in your business when, right, you opened up, you were kind of just traditional Mexican food with a really interesting flair to it. Yeah. Then I'm assuming like a few months later, you went full, almost full vegan. How yeah. much do you say, you know, 5X, 10X, 3x give a percentage a dollar amount whatever you want how much did that affect your business statistically when you said all right man let's let's go let's go vegan this is where the money's at okay so we opened in uh february right uh last year so about two months into the restaurant uh we started seeing that trend 
So we started incorporating, slowly started incorporating, you know, these, these new vegan items, right, to the Mexican menu. Because people uh, offer salads and, and stuff like that, they don't really, um, that's already mostly vegan. That, that's easy to make vegan. You know, you, you, uh, you can have vegan uh, vinaigrettes and all that, but the money is in the Mexican food and stuff that they haven't ate for a while, that vegans haven't ate for a while, that they want to eat now. You know, that they're willing to pay uh, a premium price for something that, that they've missed. Um, so we started adding these items. So there was one item, no, actually two items that really took my business from, it actually doubled my business within, as soon as I released these items. So one of them was the Crunchwrap, the vegan Crunchwrap, right? Which is like the spinoff, the, uh, the, 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 the Crunchwrap Supreme from, uh, from Taco Bell. Yeah. And then the other one was a vegan pozole, which is, a hot dish, right? Which is the pozole, which is made out out of um, hominy. Uh, we use vegan soy meat, and then we season it with peppers and all that. So it's like a nice warm soup, which was able to boost our sales for the winter, right? Uh, so those two items literally made my business. Wow! It went from like from it being a business that was surviving and like seeing where it's going to like, oh shit, we're onto something. And when when we released these two items we knew that we were onto something. So then we started creating items that were similar to that. So then we came out with like toast taco, uh, with like a crunch, a taco, uh, wrapped in like a, um, wrapped with like a flour tortilla. Uh, so kind of, kind of do what talk about is, you know, seeing what they're doing, seeing what's working for them and then making it vegan on our side. Um, so yeah, that, that, that really just, one or two items can literally change your business from, from it being mediocre to it being something huge. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Obviously, your uh, your business is proof of that. But Your first year, uh, we won't have to do much more. So transitioning in your business, say, you know, seeing uh, seeing an opportunity, and running towards it, the vegan thing. Exactly. Talk about though, for an entrepreneur, the ups and downs of your first year in business. Now you've been about a year and a half, but your first year and a half in business, though it's gone really well. Most people don't do a million bucks their first year in business. Yep. So it's gone well for you, but I know for me and your friend, there's been crazy amounts of learning incredible ups and downs it's been it's been peaks and valleys so share share kind of the mindset every day when you go into business are you expecting rainbows and butterflies are you expecting chaos uh and how are you dealing with all the ups and downs um so when you have sales right obviously things are great right you, you feel like you're a fucking genius you feel like you're amazing you're like oh my god like i'm like there's just this confidence about you, right? And you're walking through life and you're just like, yes, like I created something that's amazing, right? But the same way that, that, that the sales come, they go away too. If you're not building the, the brand, you know, being consistent with it. So me being new to the, to the industry, right? I didn't know how the weather plays or, you know, so like um, in January, right? It's colder, right? And in the summer, right? People have more people are in school, right? The, 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 the kids are in school, they're spending more money. So like what I started seeing was in the summer, right? Of my first year, we had this huge trend going up. We were making $4,000, $5,000 a day on some days. 
And I was like, I made it. I made it. This is, <laughs> this is it. Like, like this, is, <laughs> this is the next big thing. And, you know, that trend lasted throughout the whole summer. And then in August, it starts cooling down a little bit more. And people kind of got tired of, like, eating the same thing, I believe. Um, and then sales start going down. So they're going down, 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 and, and, like, almost to, like, not to where it was in the beginning, but almost cut by, by 50%. So during that time, right, I kind of went into, like, this, like, not a depression, but, like, into this, like, hole of mine of, like, like uh, where I was analyzing what I was doing. Like, I was, like, all summer – I wasn't bringing in anything else that was new because I didn't want to get busier because it was so crazy in there. But now that it's slowing down, now I want more customers now. So, so now it put me in a hole where I wasn't feeling great and I, was, I had to create something while I wasn't in my best state of mind. You know, so what I found out about myself there was that I kind of like felt like I hit rock bottom because I had all this staff that was there from the summer that I kind of had to let go because the sales weren't what they were before. So when, so when I started having that feeling, I said, I was like, Hey, Andrew, look, you know what? That like you put yourself in this hole. So now you're going to get yourself out. And that's when I brought out these, these, the, 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 the crunch wrap and the pozole, which got me out of this little funk here on the bottom. But at my, that, that, that big, you know, skyrocket high and then down, on that lowest point where it was where I created my, my business long-term because I brought these items out that have made my business successful and going, going on an upwards trend now. And wow. yeah, so now where, where these are going great, I'm like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, they're going great. But Andy, don't forget what happened last time when you, when you had this feeling. So now I'm always bringing out new items. I'm always like doing promotions. And like trying to find ways to keep these customers happy now, rather than thinking that that these customers are, are here to stay forever. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, you can't be content, dude, because uh, there's always a new hungry entrepreneur who's willing to take your customers from you. And as soon That's as right. you kick back, as soon as you stop stop hustling, stop providing for those customers, they'll they'll go to someone who's willing to give them that warm, embracing hug. You know what I mean? That's right. So um, that's an awesome story, man. I didn't know that. Um, okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about the the learning lessons, dude. Because you didn't know anything about the restaurant business. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're like, no. yeah, dude. I used to watch Top Chef on on A and E. But but building a restaurant business very different. So now, obviously, talking to you, man, you seriously sound like a restaurant owner. Talking about the way you talk about percentages and your um, kitchen and your items and this, that, the other, you really sound like a restaurant owner. How did you go from, you know, watching top chef in, in your living room to the knowledge that you have now, how give people an idea how intense you went deep into the restaurant industry as far as learning goes. Um, so I built this restaurant from from scratch because because um, there was no restaurant like this design. So I went into a place where so I kind of have a, like a small little background in architecture. So I kind of had an idea of of how I wanted to, to to design it. But you have to know about equipment. You need to know like what equipment you need. Um, so 
each little like each little like step that I that I went through, it was just taking it one step at a time. So like if the first step was finding the lease, right? Then I got the lease first, right? And then I was worrying about the next step is like, okay, find find an architect, find a, a person. Uh, right, so like after I get the design, uh, find a contractor. You know, get 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 quotes. Uh, someone somebody that that knows that that has done restaurants before, so they can kind of walk me through the process. Because I I knew that I didn't know a lot, but I knew that there was people out there that did, and I was willing to pay for their for their knowledge. So what I did was I was there step by step through the whole process from building it out to uh, to 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 going and finding out all the equipment that 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 I needed, right, and why I needed it, um, and then from there to to opening up the business, right. So like having the staff because I've never had staff before. I never had employees before. That that like I never knew what, when the peak time uh, peak times were uh, um, for lunches. I didn't know any of that, but I knew that that once we we got there to the next step, then we we'll, we would figure it out from there. Um, and that's how I was able to break each thing down by just going to to the next step and then seeing further. But everything like all this is possible when when you have a certain budget that's gonna allow you to like to to make those mistakes. Now, if you don't have the budget then you better know exactly what's to come and have way more expertise in it because then if not you don't have that 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 room for for mistakes yeah 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 so yeah. so you, so having the support the behind money, me you have the money to learn a few steps along the way exactly so like so so since i had the the that money cushion i felt confident with like just learning as i went and and then hiring people so like i would hire um, when I first started the, the, the restaurant, I already knew that my friends, um, were pretty good with marketing. So, uh, so they have their own company. Uh, their name is, is Barry and Jerry. So these guys would, would come into the restaurant with me. Right. And like, we would go over numbers and like seeing data and like, I've never done that before, you know? So we were going over numbers. So we started seeing things more, more analytically. And then we started basing our choices based on what we were seeing, like on the trends. Um, so then we started taking out items. So then we and then we started bringing in new items. Um, but pay, uh, finding those people that 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 know more, more about a certain topic, and having them enhance your business rather than you trying to just learn by yourself as you go, and like not really paying up to learn faster to make to 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 grow the business faster. Um, and then I also brought in this manager from, from this place called Earth Cafe in Beverly Hills. Like he was getting paid like 25 bucks an hour, which I couldn't afford him, but I was doing like some math and I was like, if this guy brings in, brings me a system, right. That works to, 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 to run a restaurant, then he's worth it. He's worth that amount of money. So once he came in, the restaurant started running way more smoothly. So what I'm trying to say here is that like, learn as you go and like don't be afraid to 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 find those people to bring into your business that are going to enhance your business rather than you trying to just get somewhere by yourself you know and like you might get there in two years but if you get the right people around you the right team then you'll get there in half the time so like uh, people say like hey Andrew like you know you uh, uh you really like knocked it out of the park you know you really blew up quick 
but it wasn't quick. It was just like learning, just just knowing that that we needed the right people in the team to get there faster and, and then find out what the problems are fast so you're able to cut time. So, so rather than be successful in two years, well, let's do it in one. I got it, man. I love it. Um, yeah, delegate, man, especially in something that you don't know much about. Yeah. It's going to be, especially something like the restaurant, I can't even imagine. Trying to figure it out on your own is going to be very expensive, and it probably won't work doing it on your own because the chance that you crack up the code with no help is very difficult in any business. Um, and yeah, man, use these people's expertise, man. That's how you're skipping time. It, it, they put in the 20 years. They put in the 10 years of expertise. You're buying the expertise from them. Exactly. So what you've also done, man, that I really admire, and it kind of it kind of segues from what you just said. Like you brought the right people into your inner circle, into your business, into your life. Really, now you have, especially as you know, you you, know, you mentioned the beginning, the status quo is restaurant owners don't have time, and that's true. You're you're a busy guy, but you found another hole in a completely different industry that you decided to capitalize on as well. So you got Guacamaya Oasis, this booming restaurant that everyone needs to go check out next time they're in uh, LA County. But you recently just started another business. Yeah. Talk to me about We Renew and kind of the origin of that story. So We Renew, what it is, it's, uh, so my parents come from the, um, from the dining industry. So like they die for, for fashion companies, right? They die for mostly any girl brand that's out there, right? They, they dye dresses, fabrics, all that, right? So, um, so that's, where, that's where they made their money. And I grew up in the industry. My brother and I, uh, Jerry, we grew up in that industry. So, so we know that the industry makes money. Um, but what, I, what we're seeing right now is that a lot of that, that industry is a dying industry. It's, everything is going to China now. So everything can be made in China and dyed in China and packaged in China and just brought to these, to these uh, fashion companies pretty much in a box ready to sell. So, so American companies don't, don't, uh, don't dye their clothes here anymore. Like literally 70% of the business has gone down because everything is going to China. So, wow. yeah. So about two to three years ago, yeah. About two years ago, right, my dad was uh, um, pretty much telling me, like, Andrew, like, 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 we need your help, you know, like, like, what can we do here? And I was like, hold on, let me think about it, right? So it kind of took me like a year or, or so to like, to get this idea. Um, so I was actually dying my pants, like, so I wear a lot of black clothes, right? I have black pants, black shirts, and I, I, I like, I, I would always reuse them, and I hate when they get faded. So what I was doing this whole time, which I didn't even know, was just dyeing my own clothes back to black, right? And I would just hate the, uh, uh, wearing my faded clothes. So I was like, I was dyeing them every week. Um, well, like, no, not like every two weeks. Because I, I only had three pairs of, uh, of pants, which I would wash them like all the time. So like they would get faded. So as I was doing this process, right, one day it just hit me and I was just like, hey, I'm pretty sure there's other people that, that have black pants or like black shirts that they, that they just don't use anywhere because they're faded. They're, they have that, they have no color and like just nobody wants to wear something like that. Yeah. So then what I started doing was I started going to, to some of my friends and like telling them like, hey, would you guys want to dye your clothes? 
to black. Like, like, do you have any black pants? Give me your black pants. I would dine for free. And just let me know what you think. So then they all got their clothes back and they were like, what the fuck? And you're like, I didn't even know that that existed. That you could even do that. Like, I was about to throw these away. So then I kind of had the idea of like, hey, okay, there's there's obviously something there. There's something there where, where, where instead of dying for these companies, right, that are shipping all their stuff to China, right, and like this, this company is, going, is, is pretty much going down, why don't we die for people that are here in the U.S.? Kind of like a, like a dry cleaners, right? You're not going to dry clean your clothes in China. It doesn't matter how cheap it is. You're not going to die. To, yeah, you're not going to dry clean it over there. So, like, I started looking at this as more of a dry cleaner service, but obviously it's going to cost a little bit more, maybe like $6 a piece, $7 a piece. So, looking into this also, we, uh, um, I started finding out that, that a lot of uh, fast fashion companies, right, are, like, polluting, polluting, like, the landfills with, like, clothes that just being thrown away. So there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely something here for this business because it's, it's a greener way to like reuse your clothes. So like recycle your clothes, stop, you know, stop buying clothes, you know, so so much and like stop polluting the world because a lot of these companies in China, right, they don't have the the regulations to, uh, uh, to filter the water before it goes into the, uh, to the ocean. So people is, are dying in China, but what they don't know is that those those oceans are being polluted with all the, the chemicals that it takes to die to, uh, uh, to die the clothes so you know there's people that, that they go to h&m there's people that go to uh all, all, all these like very like uh um forever less expensive. yeah exactly yeah and they're buying clothes like all the time and like they, they use it once and then that's it because it's just it's not it, it's just not good quality uh so what we're saying is like hey you know it's better to buy yourself a better quality, you know, shirt, better quality pants, and just know that there is an option to to redye that. So it's yeah. not just a one time use. Yeah, and we, uh, we, we uh, told me about that, man. I obviously I know you guys are in the dye business. I know you and Jerry. I've I've been to the dye shop before. Uh, yeah. When you told me that idea, I went, yeah, man, because as a, as a guy. I think women too. I'm married. I'm married. I got two kids. I got three sisters. I know women a little bit. If I have a pair of pants, man, black pair of pants, jeans that I just like wearing every day, I don't want to throw them away and get a new pair. I like the pair I have, man. They're broken in, but you're yes. right. They get faded. They get busted. They get, you know, yep. they don't look as clean as fresh. So what you guys can do for six bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is, and get them looking like I just bought them from the store again yep. without having to go buy, you know, you know, a new pair of 50, 100, $200 jeans. Yeah. And then you, I didn't even know the environmental part of it, man. That's incredible. That's amazing. So, um, so yeah. So point I'm making is you have Guacamaya Oasis, but you've also delegated and scaled your business in a way to now you guys got We Renew going on as well. Um, yeah. For We Renew, how can people, you know, people around the, really around the U.S. and especially California are going to be watching this how can they get a hold of you guys for We Renew? What's the deal? So the website is uh, is called We Renew. So it's W E R E and then with a K in the middle and then new. So like so like like I knew that. So yeah. it's like knowledge, right? But you're also renewing your clothes. So we kind of had like a little spin on that. So we renew with a K in between. Cool. And we'll have we'll have uh, your ta- your uh, pages, your website. We'll have it all tagged in here. Cool. And then. Um, with Guacamaya Oasis, we'll have it tagged as well. But let's say, kind of segueing for a second, 
Okay. Let's say somebody walks in, they're not ve- they're the opposite of vegan. They're not a vegan. They, they, they would go bite a cow in the ass right now if they could. That's how non-vegan they are. But they come into your, your restaurant somehow, some way. What's the, the number one menu or number one item on your menu that you're pitching that person? I would pitch them the, uh, the, the crunch wrap uh, with a protein uh, choice of uh, mushroom granitas with avocado too. Yeah, that's – I feel like you've had a few of those people in your restaurant before. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Uh, since we're in Downey, right? So, like, our population isn't, isn't mostly vegan. Um, but they're curious, you know? They, 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 they go and, like, they're not vegans. But so, like, they, they're very critical, you know? So, so when they eat it, I see their, like, like, the reaction. And they're like, I wasn't expecting, you know, for it to taste that good which which is great you know it's great news because if we're able to go to these markets that are that are that are mostly vegan you know um centered then we're gonna kill it over there too because we got tough critics over here and down you know these people do eat meat so so that's pretty cool too yeah the mexican community i mean it's 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 all meat right they love tacos burritos carnitas carne asada all that um all right, man. One last question before I uh, get you out of here. Thank you so much again for doing this. With, Thank with you. both your businesses, I know it is kind of a, 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 a similar quality with Weaver New and even with Guacamayo Oasis. Um, they're very clean businesses, meaning, you know, Weaver New is obviously, you mentioned the environment. Guacamayo Oasis is about, you know, organic food, clean food, um, vegan food. It sounds like you're pretty yeah. passionate about about giving customers a clean product, um, a quality product. Even. Yes. Talk to me about how that's fueled you. Like, like the end consumer the, obviously making money and making sales is, is phenomenal, but how much is yeah. the customer providing good value? How much did that fueled you in the last you know two years? You know what? It's just seeing the, uh, okay. So for, for walking my right, just, just seeing the people leave and like, just they finish eating right and they feel good after right like that that makes me feel good you know like i don't like i wouldn't want to sell a product that that is hurting someone right's health so so that's the reason why when i when i started the restaurant it was like okay i want it to taste good but i want it to be healthy you know so like some people think that hey i can only have it one way and like there's only one way of doing it but no there's ways to make money and still have still benefit people also so like, so I like think like I wouldn't want to do a business that's hurting anybody. So 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 we renew also like there's a service where it's gonna save people money, right? It's like we renew gets me more excited because it's so crazy. Like no one's doing it, and like that one really like I'm super passionate about we renew because it's so new and like and no one knows about it. But I feel like that one that one would have the biggest impact in a certain industry because that is a dying industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's unique. I didn't even know you could do that until you told me about it. Yeah. So I love it, man. Well, listen, Andrew, thank you again for coming on. I, uh, I'm good friends with you and I learned a lot yeah. from this video. <laughs> I know the people that maybe don't know you yet. I know they got a ton of gold from it. We'll have you uh, tagged all over this video so people can find you. Um, if not, it's fine. But any last words for the people watching? No, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. All right, you guys. Well, listen, 
Thank you for watching. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention as always. Make sure to give Andrew a follow. Make sure to follow all of his businesses as well. And if you need anything, very cool guy, just send him a message. He's very open, very easy to talk to. But with that being said, I'll let you get back to the rest of your day. Have an amazing rest of your week. And always remember the Brixton 81 mantra. And that is that attitude is everything. Take care, you guys.